Hello, and welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a pop culture biology podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay, and she's Sarah, and we are marine biologists in recovery, and today we are talking about Lion King. Uh, the so, original. The, the, yeah, the, the old school animated 90s Lion King of awesomeness. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a good time. It was a good time. Yes. So, first of all, we're recording together in person Ooh. for the first time since PodCon? I think so. Yeah. For, yeah. Which, we don't, we live like five blocks away yeah. from each other, but... No. Why put clothes on when you can exactly. record a podcast in your pajamas? Exactly. Um, yeah, so we are in the same room, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. We're babysitting. We are babysitting. Baby is asleep. <laughs> Baby We're starting is asleep. a babysitter's club, everybody, just in yes. case if yes. you're interested. Yes, this is my second Saturday in a row of babysitting. Mm-hmm. Yep, I babysit <laughs> all once a week. Yeah. Now twice so. a week for this week. Anyway. There's something happy. babysitter's club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're much better funded. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Um, okay, so, Lindsay, yes. when did you first see The Lion King? Um, I'm going to assume in theaters, because I was yeah. 10, Yeah, and I know I saw Aladdin, which came out before this, yes. so I assume I saw it in theaters, and I was definitely going to movies when I was 10. Yeah. No, I we went with my whole family, so I would have been like 12, and my sister would have been 10, and my, sister, and my brother was 8, and we definitely went all as a family, and... I was sad that there were only two grown-ups' arms to hide under. <laughs> yes, this is, this is traumatizing. <laughs> yes, yes. But um, and then I've seen it. I don't even know how many times. Oh yeah, then. I don't know. But on the other hand, like when Infinite. we watched this, like mm-hmm. I had opened the DVD of mm-hmm. it, like it was still in plastic. Right. Um, I don't. I think it was a gift. Maybe or maybe From, you like, saw it like on Crazy. Stuff yeah, somewhere. maybe somewhere. Yeah. But um, it was definitely like five years yeah. or something since I've watched it, and like. Way longer since I've watched the stampede scene. Yeah, I don't know when the last time I would have watched it. It's one of those ones that I've never, I've never really had the urge to watch as an yeah. adult. Do you plan on seeing the new one? Um, I'm very on the fence about it. I went, as I said, I've gone probably 15 years until last week of watching the stampede scene. Mm-hmm. Um, purposely skipping it whenever I did watch this movie, and I have no need to watch it again. Probably yeah. ever in my life, especially yeah. more realistic. Mm. Um, but I'm definitely interested in it. I'm interested in the soundtrack mm-hmm. a lot and what they do with the stars that they have and how that is going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested. And I would really, if I was going to watch it, I'd watch it on the big screen because it w- it will be majestic from a production cinematography kind of reason. Like the same reason why you want to watch Jurassic Park on the big screen whenever you have the chance. Yes. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. If, like, if it's hot and we need to go to the movies. Yeah, there's so many other movies. I know. Summer. But yeah, I'm I'm the same as you. Like, if I have the chance to see it on a big screen, that would be great. But I'm also like not super gonna go out of my way to watch yeah. it. Yeah, because like this one exists already and it's great. Yeah. Um. Also, this summer is like 100 percent brought to us by Elton John. Oh, definitely. Yes. Lindsay and I, and I went and saw Rocket Man last night. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so good. There's, there's no, no biology. S- no biology in it. But. but. Oh, so it can be awesome. in our other podcast that we start when we're uh, retired. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Okay. Um, so Lion King came out in 1994. Mm-hmm. It was definitely part of the nearing the end of the Disney renaissance. A lot of the trivia, they had a lot of high hopes and were focusing a lot on Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, which this... did, you know, 
semi-decent, but this was, like, ridiculous. Yeah. And this one had, like, the, the B-team animators mm-hmm. and, like... Um, there's not a lot of whole, like, movie trivia that you probably don't already know if you yeah. were around in 1994. Like, they had... They looked at real lions. They looked mm-hmm. at all the animals when they were drawing them. Yeah. Um... There was a lot of other songs and stuff that were written that weren't included, and mm-hmm. I think there was a lot of other plot bits that they ended up as they were making it narrowing down, which I think is a really good decision. Like, yeah, this is a really tight movie plot mm-hmm. wise, which yeah. is really good. Like, and I that's one thing that I'm worried about in a new movie that they want to like, like expand it. Yeah, yeah, kind of like with the new Beauty and the Beast when it just yeah. ridiculous. Even though I don't know if they did different stuff in Beauty and the Beast the Broadway. I know they just sang Human again. Yeah, I'm not but, sure because I haven't seen it. But um, yeah, we were speculating earlier that there are a, several more songs in the mm-hmm. Broadway production than are in the movie. So, and they were like written by the same people and stuff. I yeah, think, and so. there's a lot of songs, like a lot of songs in Lion King One and a Half, that mm. weird movie sequel that Just came out adorable. that was about Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> that a lot of the songs from there were cut songs from the yeah. original and stuff. Yeah. So maybe, maybe. So who but, knows what will happen? But, but yeah, I do think. Yeah, the fact that they really, like, narrowed down this movie. Mm-hmm. Rather Which than... is ironic, because Hamlet is long as balls. Yeah. Yeah. So... But also, it doesn't need to be. Yeah, There's a lot of true. talking in There's Hamlet. There's a lot of talking in Hamlet. Anyway, so yes, if you didn't know, this movie is based on Hamlet, which is also, like, the trivia states, if you keep going back, Hamlet is based on Greek tragedy and also yeah. stories from the Bible, and it's, like, it's not a, it's not a unique storyline. No. It's just, this is very based on hamlet like if you look yeah. at it and like trope like the overall plot of hamlet is like a pretty common story but yeah. there's specific things, things. in this mm-hmm. like timon and pumbaa being yeah. rosencrantz and, and gildenstern um and there's the big skull yeah that he holds on and, and there's yeah blaming him for his death and being an uncle and like not marrying the ma the mother but, but. like being with her probably Ugh. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Gross. And that's really like there's some other super fun random trivia that we might talk about, but mm-hmm. that's basically yeah. it for stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So lion facts. Lion facts. Woo-hoo. So lions live uh, ten to fourteen years, which is interesting. Yeah, kind of cat similar, but a little bit less. Yeah, than... I would have thought it was longer. Me too. Uh, cause top of my head, big but... mammals. Yeah, but life's mm-hmm. hard in the. Not jungle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Not jungle. Not jungle. Um, so something that we were really focused on when we were watching this movie was the timeline. Because yeah. we didn't really know how much time had passed when Simba goes away. Um, mm. So it could be as little as like several months. Yeah. Or it could be like maybe a couple of years. It's hard. Lions reach sexual maturity at like, what did you have, four? Yeah. So male lions are uh, known to like be come the dominant male in a pride by the time they're four or five but they are like pretty much full grown by the time they're like a year and a half or so yeah but so they're it could just have not been... as like strong and dominant so it could have been anywhere between there and for him to have been old enough to be away from his mom he would have been like several so, months old yeah so you know like six months or something so mm-hmm. yeah so it could have been you know eight months to three years yeah and the, so the problem with that um is like the major changes that happen like to the foliage and stuff at pride rock like mm-hmm. all the herds leave which is something they talk about there's nothing for them to eat and all the trees are dead and all the water is dried up yeah and stuff so it could be an annual drought like they could the herds could be on an annual migration it yeah, could be like, a realistic thing and that definitely um african animals have annual migrations mm-hmm. like that's a thing that exists 
Um, but the way that they talk about it, they blame Scar for it. So it could be that normally they also leave. Yeah. But also it's weird that it's a surprise to them. Like all of them, including um, Sarabe, who's an adult female who's obviously lived her life more than a year. Um, so it's weird that they're like, Pride Rock is dying and all the animals are gone and it's your fault, Scar, if it's a yeah. annual drought. So exactly. Yeah, that was that was probably like the biggest, biggest plot thing. hole, other yeah. than like the talking, but we don't and get the into that. Singing and the giraffes on the ostriches and the elephants and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, we it. decided not to cover the science of musical numbers because yeah. musical numbers are like dream sequences. Exactly. They're expressing emotions, not facts. Exactly. Um but then again, the whole thing with Pride Rock is then and then at the end, which obviously we didn't look up just station mm-hmm. time, but like the oh um their daughter is born yeah um but would, pride rock like all the herds are back and mm-hmm. pride rock is very lush and great again so yeah. and like you know lions would probably usually give birth at like a certain time ish yeah. of year so like that makes sense that things are lush again but like it could have only been like a year which again if it's like seasonal variation like scientifically makes sense but then mm-hmm. why are these lions also so, dumb yeah so that's, there's a problem. It doesn't yeah. line up. Um, so, yeah. So then, yeah, that was, other than that, like, the lion facts are pretty good. There's some, yeah. infanticide um, is a big thing in lions. Do you want to yes. talk about that a little bit? Sure. Pack or, like, group animals that have, like, a like a singular or few alpha males, the tendency of when a new alpha male comes in is that they kill all the offspring the infants that aren't theirs so that there's more resources for their offspring Mm -hmm. and also like to trigger um fertility in all the females yeah so because if they have a um a calf pup cub cub there we go um they (laughs) are not fertile at that time if they're nursing basically Mm -hmm. or less likely um so this is a problem for a couple of reasons one scar would be dead yeah well yeah and that's the other thing is like when male lions come in like there's usually only like one like full-grown alpha male mm-hmm. lion so yeah and so yeah like he would have killed scar i mean yeah. it's so in the movie it makes sense because he's like ostracized. ostracized so which i think also happens like there are yeah. like lone male lions out and about so maybe mm-hmm. that works but then when scar came in he would have killed all the other all the other um cubs cubs including nala yeah so the bigger problem is that is something that you read only in the trivia and i don't even know where this came from and i guess i think it was part of like a deleted script scene mm-hmm. or even from the broadway show is the throwaway line is that nala's father is from a passing pride yeah which makes me feel better Indeed. about their um love making Indeed. <laughs> But, but like, and you know, might also be a logical thing in like real lion groups. Like, I'm sure yeah, that happens. It but... happens, but like when you look at the pride, mm-hmm. when and it's hard. Like, you don't see, excuse me, all of the females when Mufasa's alive, but mm-hmm. you do when Scar's alive, and there's like eight. Yeah. So yeah, there's no be... reason that Mufasa wouldn't have killed Nala. Yeah, because he could have made it with his. All with, of her, with all of those yeah. females, it would be it would make more sense that Nala was actually from a different pride. Yeah, rather yeah. than rather than her father was her from her father was from another. Yeah, pride. if but they wanted to not have that, not have grossness. Yeah, yeah. because like biologically and like generally, but obviously not one hundred percent because you know like you can't guarantee who the father mm-hmm. of a lion is yeah. or a, any uh, mammal is. Um, 
like it's it would be most likely that Mufasa would have been Nala's biological yeah. father. Yeah, and there's going to have to be some kind of um, interbreeding between prides because otherwise everybody's just like multi multi generational incestual. Exactly. So yeah, and that causes lots of other yeah. problems, which is why they go on prides. migrations. So then yeah, you they meet up with random prides and exactly. you fight and you do other things and then there's babies exactly um so yeah like it could be logical but i don't think since there was literally just females and mufasa and he was a big deal yeah he would have and nala was the only other cub cub that we saw yeah yeah so at the beginning when um simba was there there were like some other cubs i think but Mm, maybe but like when it was just scar yeah nala was the only cub that we saw Mm -hmm. yeah which doesn't mean he's the only one um so Let's talk about wildebeests first. Yeah, let's do wildebeests. Okay, so we watched the stampede scene, yes. and so you don't have to. Yes. Don't do it. I mean, it is... It's less traumatizing than it was. Yes. It, but it, like, it's I, still traumatizing. I don't find it that bad anymore because I know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still... I I find the end, like, afterwards when Scar, like, digs his claws into Mufasa's yeah. hand. Oh, like, that's super upsetting. Like, that's the worst part. Yeah. The actual... Um, like stampede of wildebeest is like kind of cool and like mm. that the animation of that scene yeah, like led really them cool. to develop like new animation technology where they could have like which seems so like run of the mill now but like was made for Lion King so they could have all these wildebeest running and not run into each other like mm. in the animation but they that's also really cool. not like running all parallel, so yeah, yeah. So it yeah. was like more realistic. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, because this um, this movie was like a mix of some computer and some hand drawn animation. Yeah, I all Disney in the nineties. Yeah, since Great Mouse Detective. No, yeah. had some. Great computer. Mouse Detective was the first CGI yeah. movie. Cool. Yeah. Um. So my big th- thought when the wildebeest scene was like, this, was a- th- these these are going on for a long time. Like, how many wildebeest migrate? And then I looked it up. And 1.5 million wildebeest yep. migrate in a big seasonal migration, along with other animals like zebras. Um, they migrate between Kenya and Tanzania, and they do a loop of about 800 kilometers every year. And they're basically following the food, like yep. the grass, like mm-hmm. following That's, the water, following yeah. the food. So Way the, more than I ever uh, thought of. Yeah. Um, so it, it's fine. The fact that the... The stampede went on for like yeah, five it minutes. It was way longer than yeah. I remember it being. Yeah, it goes on for a long time, but yeah. making there's... it that more traumatizing. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Um, also, that chameleon, totally dead. Oh, totally dead, but also because they live in Madagascar and yeah. not mainland Africa. So, <laughs> so what's it doing there? Why is there a chameleon? Um, so special. Yeah, so then what else happens then? He goes away to the he actual goes, jungle part. The actual jungle with... Rosencrantz and Gildernstern. Yeah. But, and like, meerkats don't live in the jungle? No. But, like, yeah. I think from what I remember from one, Lion King one and a half, like, he's also ostracized. Yeah. Right no, like, that's the whole point. Yeah. yeah. To mow so, Pumbaa because he farts. Yes. First uh, character in Disney in to me. fart. Wow. Yep. Big deal. Big deal indeed. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, I don't, I haven't seen Lion King one and a half for a really long time, so I don't remember why. Uh, Timon would have been ostracized, Man. but he just, I don't is. know, Who too knows? much singing and dancing. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> He's in love with a will, uh, with a um, boar. Yeah. Obviously. Yep. Obviously. Um, um, so that, I mean, obviously is the best part of the movie. Yes. Well. I don't know. It's very hard. There's too many good parts. But, but my favorite part of trivia, which you mm-hmm. discovered while we were watching this, is when Simba grows mm-hmm. up, 
First of all, inexplicably, he has Donny Osmond's voice, which is dumb because Matthew Broderick can sing. But they modeled his mane after John Bon Jovi's hair. I know. (laughs) Teenage and grown-up Simba has John Bon Jovi hair. (laughs) Oh, so weird. Also, isn't Donny Osmond's singing voice in Hercules? I think so. (laughs) Do they have, like, a contract with him? I think so. Or something. Maybe it's not Hercules. I can't remember. Well, I'm sure no. it is because it's not Dave Donovan singing. I know it's not Dave Donovan. Yeah, That's I don't weird. remember. Anyway, so crazy. Um, the other awesome animal-related part is the hyenas. Yes. Ugh, so best villain song. I know, but also this movie made everyone in the world hate hyenas for like ever, for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Because they're yeah the best villain song. Well, not yeah. maybe not the best villain song. That's very touchy subject yes uh, un- one uh, of my poor unfortunate villains. souls is a fantastic villain song yes. but yeah be prepared is fantastic fantastic and so yeah one of the things that i learned is that hyenas are not 100 percent um scavengers mm-hmm. and also lions aren't 100 percent predators like mm-hmm. they're just as likely maybe not like 50 50 but like they're very likely on either side of the hyena lion divide to scavenge each other's kill stuff yeah which makes way yeah. more sense in an appropriate circle of life indeed yes a real circle of life not mm-hmm. a circle of life that has hyenas over here yeah like hyenas are part of the circle part of, of the life. circle of life and also that hyenas also have a very strong uh, matriarchal mm-hmm. society and actually have less like intraspecies and intragroup so like between members of the same group less violence because like the females are mm. more like in, con- in control in control of things mm. so they reduce the amount of um like violence between male hyenas so there'd be like groups that's why you have larger groups of hyenas yeah. because the males are no killing each other because yeah, whoopi goldberg's in charge exactly she knows what's what yeah yeah she's yeah. gonna sing to them about Indeed. jesus songs yeah <laughs> jesus nightclub songs <laughs> man let's put sister act on the other podcast yes let's do it <laughs> love sister act um what else is happening Rafiki is played by Robert Guillaume which is I didn't know until last week and that's incredibly upsetting as someone who loves sports night and he's so fantastic I love Rafiki Rafiki was my favorite when I was a kid like I don't know why he just I thought it was so funny he is pretty funny yeah like yeah Yeah. I'm not the only person who thought it was so funny he's very funny um and I don't know I like mammals so they're all mammals in this movie Primates. Primates. <laughs> no, Zazu is not oh, a mammal. Oh, sorry, yes. Zazu is not a mammal. No, I meant to say primates. Okay. <laughs> Zazu is great, though. He's Zazu is much great. more hilarious when you're an adult. Yes. Yeah, he's way sassier. Also, I did not know that it was... Uh, Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson yeah. until this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ugh, so good. Um, so, like, we could have done a ton of research about, like, all the different um, African animals and stuff, but, mm-hmm. like, they, other than just being in it, they're not really... Yeah, they're just there. They're just there. And they're not right or wrong. They're just yeah, and like average. This is, you know, Serengeti, Tanzania, mm-hmm. Kenya. Yeah, unknown In generic. A, again, from IMDb trivia or an article I read about the new one is there's a scenery shot with a mountain that really clearly sets it in Tanzania. Okay, yeah, but and that's it could be it's somewhere like in between. Yeah, and that was the other thing about this movie is like. There's no sign of humans or that they, like, mm-hmm. so, like, does this movie take place, like, now? 
now 400 years, years ago, ago four million like well not four million no yeah, four million years ago but i don't know when lions evolved mm-hmm. so like it seems like it's now ish but they just well those, it's because they have colloquial terms in it that are now ish terms like they talk about things well first of all that animals wouldn't know about but they do say words that are yeah no that's true but i think that's... yeah but that's the whole thing yeah right? like yeah, no, I meant sort of like in terms of evolution, when did this mm-hmm. take place? So like, it seems likely based on the species that are there that it's like relative, like would have, there would have been humans on Africa when this yes, was definitely. taking place, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. regardless of when it, what time it actually took place. But it was just interesting to have an animal movie that has no humans Missing. in it. Yeah. Because I can't think of any other like Disney animal movies that don't have any No, I didn't humans. watch any of the the newer ones like Brother Bear or anything, but... Oh, yeah, I haven't seen Brother Bear. Mm, I was just going to say Jungle Book, which was such a dumb thing to say. Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't think so, yeah. but there's also not, like, proportionally... Uh, yeah, there's not there's that many that are animal all ones. animal ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Robin Hood. Robin Hood is all animals, but but we'll get there. there? <laughs> but are they? <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait till we get there. Sassy time. Oh, yeah. Robin Hood. Um, yeah, but, like, I'm just thinking of now because... I just can't wait to be king has been stuck in my head for mm-hmm. a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, they know they're in Africa. Yes. So. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It's like a weird thing. It's Obviously weird... it's like, yeah, it a is construct of the, the fiction that it is. But yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Um, especially, you know, having watched uh, like Fern Gully and mm-hmm. just like lots yeah. of human interaction, human interaction. and um, finding Nemo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah, Did so, you want to talk a bit about just, like, the overall plot of Hamlet and how that relates to biology? Um, yeah, like, I don't, I'm not super a Hamlet person, but I do know the gist story. And like I said, we said this is very similar, except that Nala stays alive. Yeah. To oh, Australia. I guess I meant more, not specifically Hamlet, but, like, the royal The royal inheritance thing. Well, yeah, so this is a lot of, um, like, royal inheritance, son, heirs, to yeah. the throne instead of the brother and like there was a, mm-hmm. literally a scar in Simba meme when Prince George was born yeah uh, for Harry even though he mm-hmm. doesn't give it yeah he's <laughs> quite happy yep <laughs> um but it's very like if you look at this and also Hamlet is mm-hmm. um exactly how royal hierarchy and also just British yeah patriarchal whatever just, it was called prim- not just British primogenitor <laughs> yeah like, that's the one yeah so like is set in, up in Britain. It's now it's not male primogenitor. It's just like in general, whatever but. primogenitor. So it's like the eldest offspring inherits, which like in a pride isn't true, but that's what they're always trying to do. Because like if you're the royal or the leader of a pack of lions, you're more likely to be a successful father mm-hmm. of future offspring. Yeah. So Passing like in that. both cases, it's like obviously there's all this like society built up around like royal inheritance and like family inheritance, regardless of like royals. But it's like the same biological imperative to like yeah give your offspring mm-hmm. a better so, chance like the rules in lion king mm-hmm. and the rules in sense and sensibility are the same mm-hmm. and indeed so does that mean we can do sense and sensibility on this podcast yes excellent 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 um this is just an offshoot to our <laughs> shakespeare adaptation of movie podcast <laughs> Well, I, do I, know, not, do I know sense of sensibility isn't Shakespeare, guys. Don't at me. I was just thinking about much ado about nothing and Emma Thompson, okay? The best. Anyway, do you think they made Nala tell Simba he was their only hope because James Earl Jones was his dad? <laughs> 
Also, also, they in the DVD version, they took out the sex feathers, which you'll only know if you were 10 in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> also, they were trying to say SFX, but I don't know how SFX authors or, like, illustrators can be that bad at, yeah. like, hiding well, SFX. Well, because I never saw it. Yeah. I think I was, like, at sleepovers. I just lied because yeah. what, we played it over and over again. I definitely saw the other ones, like Little Mermaid mm. um, and Cinderella and stuff, yes. but I never could see it. Yes. Also, I would like to end this podcast as we were beginning to wrap up our discussion with the best quote that Lindsay has ever said. I wonder if you're going to bring it up. <laughs> At the beginning of the movie, when Simba, or when um, Mufasa's holding Simba and showing him, like, the boundaries of their land, and it's, like, everywhere that the sun doesn't touch, and Lindsay goes, those are some shady border rules. <laughs> and then I died from laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was so glad that I had such a smart friend. So, yeah, so that's going to do it for our discussion about Lion King and Yay. slightly about Hamlet. Um, and a little bit about lions. If you're disappointed we didn't talk about the grubs or bugs or insects. Don't part, worry, I'm disappointed for you. Yeah. Uh, part about this movie, don't worry. Our next episode will be all about bugs and their lives. Oh, um, <laughs> two Disney animated movies in a row. Hey, at least we've moved on from terrible 90s child stars. Hooray! <laughs> Plus, we're going to have a special surprise. Ooh! Ooh. Um, yeah, so in the meantime, you can follow us on social media at Nature Finds a Pod, or you can check out our website at naturefindsapod.com. Mm. Or you can subscribe or leave us a review by searching for Nature Finds a Way on your favorite podcasting application. <laughs> and don't forget you can check out our other podcast that we do with our other friend whale tales podcast yeah yeah if where you wanna... we talk about whales yeah and true stories indeed about whales true stories about whales no befriending teenagers promise no. yeah excellent all, all right. right see you bye. next time bye